Hello, everyone, and welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Jenna Konar, and you're listening to Management Decisions, where we discuss topics related to HR and management in the workplace. Today, we're addressing a common topic as of late. The Princeton-based Educational Testing Service recently conducted a test that found that American millennials are lacking in skills that many employers seek in their employees. To learn more about what the study could mean for millennials and management, I'm speaking today with Stephanie Chow. Stephanie is a millennial engagement specialist and corporate trainer. She's also the author of the article, Three Ways We Can Solve the Millennial Skill Problem. Thanks for joining me today, Stephanie. Thank you. It's good to be here. So before we dive into the meat of our topic today, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about your background? Yes. I have a background in public speaking. I'm a millennial engagement specialist, and right now I'm located in San Francisco, California. And I just want to say that I'm very passionate about working with good people who are doing good things. And that's why I started my corporate training company. Great. And we're talking today specifically about millennials, which I know you work with quite a bit. The study that we're actually talking about today was done by the Princeton-based Educational Testing Service. And this was done just recently, and it found that millennials fall short when it comes to skills that employers want most. And the skills that they list are literacy, practical math, and technology. The study also found that millennials lag behind their peers in every measure and that they even scored lower than other age groups of Americans. So kind of keeping that information in mind as we talk today, Your article mentions this gap between employers and what they want and what millennials actually have to offer. So I wanted to start off by asking, in your opinion, why might employers and millennials be becoming frustrated with one another? Well, frustration in general uh, happens when there's some sort of mismatched expectations. And specifically with employers and millennials from my client work, I've noticed a negative feedback cycle that happens when managers expect their millennial employees to have a certain skill set. And when those millennials expect their, uh, their job description to be a certain way, what happens is they either don't communicate to each other or are not aware that these mismatched expectations are there. What ends up happening is oftentimes millennials will quit, employers get frustrated because they wasted time um, training these employees, and no one wins. So that, that cycle seems to be a common source of frustration. What are some things that might be causing these mismatched expectations? Is it just the responsibilities that millennials want to take on, or is it the workplace environment, or the salary? What types of things do you think are causing this miscommunication? Uh, It could be a combination of those things. It can even start with how a certain job posting is presented to prospective employees. It can have something to do with certain interview questions that are being asked or not asked. Also, managers and employees not checking in with each other as the job goes on with what's working, what's not working. So in your article, you do mention a few different ways that uh, managers could go about solving the disconnect between the millennials and their workplace. So I wanted to cover each one today, and the first one involves technology. And you had written that technology strategies should involve all generations. 
So even though it's generally assumed that millennials are highly skilled in technology, is this a misconception that they all are skilled in technology? You know, it's funny because technology just encompasses so many things. And Mm -hmm. uh, millennials tend to be skilled in the sense that they're digital natives and not just millennials are digital natives, but um, most millennials tend to be. So that usually translates to they're lightning fast at figuring out how technology works and how to connect to huge groups of people through social media. The misconception happens when employers assume that millennials can be strategic about their technology skills and use that to further their company mission. Um, In some cases, millennials have the ability to do that. In other cases, again, there might be that mismatched expectation. So that's not always the case. So it might be the employers, in order to foster that, they might want to provide more guidance on the strategy behind the technology. Is that right? Exactly. So being able to identify what technologies are are needed, because technology is a huge umbrella. Mm -hmm. And then would you say that it's important to be training all different generations on new technology trends? Yes, I think it's important for all generations to be trained on the trends if the company has adopted technology as a way they want to use to achieve their company mission. Not all generations have to be responsible for technology-oriented tasks, but it's critical to identify, like we were both mentioning before, what technologies are relevant in that particular workplace and for all generations to understand how that contributes to the bigger picture. And one of the things I see in reading about this topic and how millennials maybe aren't achieving what their employers want them to achieve in the workplace, many people will say that a four-year degree might be not enough for the work environment. And in in the past, it's always been seen as if you have the four-year degree, then you're adequately ready to be in the workplace. Would you say that there are other skills in addition to that education that young workers need to supplement when they're going into the workforce? I am a huge supporter of the idea that communication is key. And I'm, I'm actually writing a book on this, but communication is key both in the sense of public speaking and interpersonal communication. While I think that having a four-year degree is helpful, learning communication skills isn't typically inherent in that four-year degree unless you're involved in student organizations or taking public speaking courses. For public speaking, it's knowing how to convey your message effectively and present yourself in front of a group and to feel confident about both of those things, whether or not you give presentations at work. And then for interpersonal communication, a lot of young workers are just not taught how to network efficiently and be strategic about their professional relationships. That's a difficult thing to teach when you're getting a four-year degree. So I would say communication is, is most definitely one of those things. What suggestions would you have for managers who want to develop skills in millennials? Would it be, you know, to have workshops on communication and how to network? Or what are some practical ways that they could help millennials in their workplace? Uh, yeah, I think that's a that's an awesome start to, to have to this, having in-house workshops for their employees to learn networking skills, for example. I always think it's awesome when companies pay for professional development and continuing education for their employees. But if that's not already something that they're doing, that's a, that's a huge investment to make. That's a huge ask to put out there to companies. I think the biggest way that managers can help their millennial employees, uh, and it's something that I've seen everyone can do, is to at least identify areas of strength and improvement. A lot of times millennials aren't aware of the skills that they're lacking. So if 
managers are encouraging them to join a Toastmasters club, attend local industry events, take free online courses that'll help them be successful. That's a great way at the minimum to show that that managers are aware of millennials' value to the company. And I've read a lot, too, about how millennials really value feedback and constant learning and training. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be a great way to just add to that. So then the third topic I wanted to cover was becoming a mentor and not just a manager. So what factors would you say are leading to some intergenerational tensions in the workplace in regards to this idea of management versus mentorship? It seems like one of the biggest factors is that different generations have different ways that they've used to become successful in the workplace. A lot of boomers and members of Generation X have put in years and years of work at the same company to get to where they are. And that's very respectable. That's, that's one way they've used to, to become successful in their career. Millennials were typically raised with the idea that it's all about who you know. It's mm-hmm. about the network. It's not necessarily about how many years you put into a workplace. So in their minds, they're on a fast track to success. And non-millennials oftentimes see this as them being unwilling to put in the amount of hours that it takes to be successful to get to the places that that they've gotten to. So it comes off as that's how they end up treating their colleagues. And it just creates tension because people achieve success in different ways. That's interesting. So it's really just a difference in perspective as far as how to go about achieving your success. Right. And if you've put in so much work and so much effort into into being successful, it's hard to have that change in perspective and mm-hmm. and see different ways of, of becoming successful because that's how you did it. Why would you say then that offering mentorship to millennials in the office is really important to the overall success of a company? I think it's a lot of companies don't usually emphasize mentorship because it's so hard to measure the return on investment, but uh, mentoring millennials or even being mentored by millennials in certain areas is a great way to position yourself as a leader within the company and because you're directly contributing to the success of other people within your company and thus your company as a whole. Uh, and then uh, companies who have a culture of mentorship and not just certain managers here and there, it, that's a great way to even position the whole company as a reputable leader in their industry. So then on the flip side, for younger workers who are part of the millennial generation that may be listening, if they want to take steps to ensure that they're thriving in their work and that they're able to successfully interact and work alongside their coworkers of other generations, what steps could they take to create this harmony in the workplace? I'm really glad you're asking this question because this whole um, generation, uh, this whole generational thing isn't just about what non-millennials need to do for millennials. Millennials need to put in work as well to make the, their life successful. Mm-hmm. They should be proactive about their professional development. And with a lot of resources out there, they can research industry associations They can join or courses to take that will help them. There's a lot of free courses out there online. And most importantly, millennials should tell their manager about these steps that they're taking to ensure their own success because it shows that they're they're not just asking, they're also trying to help themselves. So showing managers that you're also taking steps to be successful at work, you can also ask them to support you whether it's financial or not. 
So then that leads into my next question, which was, how can management help them? Uh, What steps can they take in order to encourage millennials developing in their career and developing in the way that they interact with their coworkers? Jenna, you mentioned this earlier, and this is totally hitting the nail on the head. Uh, One of the things that I see millennials request the most is feedback from management. Mm -hmm. They want to know how they're doing. And it's not just about managers telling millennials that they did a good job and to give them a gold star, which is oftentimes how that's interpreted. But the most successful managers that I've worked with are those that provide feedback to millennials on what they are doing well and why. So not just affirming their work, but also explaining why it was good what they did, mm-hmm. as well as challenge them in future projects to keep them growing. So having that balance of um, affirming their work and also providing them improvements on how to be even better in the future is, is what will help that be successful. Yeah, and I think that's interesting. There's that extra layer of not only are you doing well, but this is why. And I think millennials in particular like to know the reasons behind things and why things are working the way they are mm-hmm. or what they could do to improve things in the future. Exactly. So as we come to a close here, I wanted to give you the floor at the end just to offer any final words of advice. Uh, maybe it's to a manager who's listening. Maybe it's to a millennial who's listening. What final insight would you like to give our listeners on this topic? Yes, I did want to add one thing that this whole topic of generations is just one lens through which we can look at how we can improve things in the workplace. A lot of issues are coming up because millennials versus non-millennials is such a hot topic, Mm -hmm. but certain requests that are being made like more flexible work hours, more education, more feedback. Generally, they're attributed to millennials, but a lot of non-millennials are also asking for these things. So um, I just want to conclude by saying that it's important to recognize the strengths and experiences that each generation can bring and to, to forge these into a better workplace and to harness them to empower the company as a whole. And there you have it. You've been listening to Management Decisions with our guest, Stephanie Chow discussing ways that we can solve the millennial skill problem. Thanks for sharing your insight with me today, Stephanie. Of course. Thank you for having me, Jenna. And if you'd like to share your insight on this topic or a suggestion for another podcast idea, email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com or find us on Twitter under at the LJN. Once again, I'm Jenna Konar, wishing you the best of luck with your management decisions.